Do you want a little help? Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. All right. Baby boys, baby girls, what's good? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over saying a very happy Easter to everybody. I hope y'all know y'all Easter speech because I remember my Easter speech. It was a long time ago. I'm going to say it at the end towards it. But this is a very special occasion. We have the TikTok sensation, Miss Grandy Core Bondi in the building. Everybody, please give her the round of applause that she real deserves and show her some love. So, Ms. Granicoy, if you want to introduce yourself to the people, you go ahead. The floor is yours, ma'am. Yes, I am Granny Coy Bundy. I started um, on TikTok um, back in December 2019. I have 2.8 million followers on there. Mm. I am on Instagram. I'm more of an influencer on Instagram than I am on TikTok right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm almost at 300,000 followers on Instagram, mm. and I am a person that tries to spread knowledge, truth, and happiness. So, that's why I am. Oh, I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, and for anybody that wants to know, I'm 47 years old, and I have four beautiful granddaughters. Oh, that's so sweet. That is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you for that powerful intro, and I want to say thank you for um, coming back to do this interview. If some of y'all that don't know, me and Granny Core had an interview previous for this, I think around last year. Some things had happened. It was some bad weather, but we talked about it and it was going to do it again. So we are here now. And I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your bitch's schedule just to be on the live feed with me, you know, this little old page. But I really do appreciate it, though. I really do. I really do. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I see you got all fancy now. <laughs> Wait, how, how did I get fancy? What What did I do? Uh, uh, the intro, I was like, oh, go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, no, just want to keep, you know, if it's for the people, I just want to make it more entertaining for the people. So if it wasn't for them, none of this would be possible. And I feel as though as being a content creator, we always got to remember our basis and where we come from because well, uh, how we are now, it, it wouldn't be possible if it was without these beautiful people that are watching this live right now. So I want to say thank you, thank them, thank y'all for for supporting this. Thank y'all for supporting Granny Coy. Thank y'all for supporting Blurred Over because we appreciate y'all. 
We really do. Yes, I really do. Thanks, you guys. Thank you for coming because I told you guys today about it and yesterday, so I'm very happy to see you guys. Oh, that is so sweet. So, this is like a long episode of Dragon Ball Z. This has been a new episode. So, um, where do we begin? Where, where did we leave off on the last time? I can't remember. We were talking about TikTok views last time. Yeah, we yeah we we was talking about that yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna ask you this, Granny. Um, so have you heard the word the word and term blurred before? Yes, um, from Facebook. Okay, okay. Because they have yeah, I'm in a group on Facebook called something about blurred or something. But I'm in like Black anime Facebook okay. groups and Black nerds Facebook groups. But the blurred that I heard is from you, like blurred. Oh, That's okay. just from you that I've heard that from. Oh, I feel so special. I could cry. But uh, so my question is going to be to you: Do you consider yourself as a blurred, a black nerd? Yes, I do, and I'm proud of it. Okay, okay, okay. That that kind of eliminate that question. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what? What makes you a blur, Granny Coy, if you don't mind me asking? Well, because I love learning. I love learning information. I love history. I love art. I love anime. I love different things. You know, I don't think that society is just one bubble of, you know, Looney Tunes cartoons and and when you turn 18 or when you turn 13, you stop watching cartoons. No, I don't believe in that. You, when you turn 18, you stop playing video games. I don't believe that. I will take this on for the rest of my life. As you see, I still play video games. I still dress up in anime and cosplay. <laughs> I see that. I know, you know, I investigated it to see where it started because some people were getting messed with for doing it. And uh -huh. I, I love being an older person showing them, hey, it's okay to be black and do anime and do cosplay. That is awesome. That is awesome. So, you know, growing up during your time, was it hard? Now, I know it was kind of a hard time to be a, to be a nerd, and especially being a black female nerd. And were you ever picked on or ever bullied for liking things that, that we like today? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was actually picked on because I didn't want to smoke cigarettes when I was younger. I didn't want to smoke weed. I didn't want to drink. And they picked on me and called me a nerd. They said I was, I, I don't know, like I got peer pressure from my cousins that were insane. Oh, wow. Like it was insane. But, you know, then even in school, I was kind of an introvert anyways. I mean, I was, I, I did arts and theater you know I was in chorus but I was kind of an introvert because people people did pick on me because I didn't have the latest clothes like guest jeans I don't know if you know do you know what guest jeans are I heard about it but I never have a pair of myself so <laughs> <laughs> well I used to get hand-me-downs from my cousins and so people used to talk about that my hair wasn't done all the time they used to talk about that you know, and so that's why with my hair being the way it is right now, I don't care because people used to talk about my hair when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, my son actually used to get bullied for, for like an anime because they would tell him, one, he wasn't he wasn't what anime was because he draws anime. He has his own little book that he wrote and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, but he got picked on. 
time. And so I used to always have to tell him that, you know, the people that are telling you that you shouldn't do anime or you shouldn't like anime or whatever, they aren't even from the place that created anime. (laughs) (laughs) So just take it and throw it aside. But yeah, I was as a child. Yeah, I was. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know why would they pick on somebody like you? How dare they? I wish I could find them right now picking on Granny. I, I, I wish you would. Oh, my God. But, I know. I seen. I seen your comment on my post. I was cracking up. I said, "Go ahead now. Wait a minute. Y'all done pissed off, blurred." Yeah. Uh, we. You want to go ahead and tell people what 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 um uh, what that was about? Yeah, that kind of like that kind of set me off. I was like, "Really? Y'all going? People have yeah. a right, People have a right to say their opinions. I mean." It might not be the best opinion, but you still have an opinion. And this is a place, social media is a place of where you could have free speech, but you cannot mention scrupulous that with hate speech. There's a difference. And yes. so, um, Grant, I'm going to let you tell the people what, what happened on that post because, yeah, that, that set me off. So, <clears throat> so what happened was um, I had did a live with a member from the LGBTQ community about Lil Nas' song, his video, and the shoes. Um, to me, in my mind, it was three separate things. Um, Lil Nas is a separate person as a person coming out um, and saying that he is gay or in the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And then you have his music that is an expression of what he went through, just like everybody else's music, right. blues, country, whatever else, you know. And then shoes that he designed that that he basically designed. So, um what happened was after the interview, I wanted to give an update because I was talking to the member of the LGBT, LBG, LGBTQ community, and they didn't like the shoes either. And I was like, oh, I'm so appalled by Nike. Like, I can't believe I've been wearing Nike this whole time and they're <laughs> doing this, you know? And so I did an update. I did a screenshot. Now, not my fault that screenshot that the news articles had a little Nazi picture in it, but that's their choice. I can't tell them what's post. I did a screenshot to give an update. And I said, so glad that Nike was no part of that, you know, because I want to be a Nike Nike ambassador one day, you know, or whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. you know. But I was, I didn't want to when I seen that. That's my personal thing. Well, people took me being happy that Nike didn't have anything to do with the design and made it about the video, the song, the artist, the LGBTQ community, which it had nothing to do with that. Because if they would have just looked at my profile, they would have seen me talking to the man that I had been talking to prior, the reason why I did the update. And they would have seen, I said, I understand why he did the video. I, I love him as an artist. But they didn't. They were so quick without hesitation to judge before anything. Right. They so know. that's what happened. Yeah. They wasn't even I said, did see, this is what this is what happens when you don't read. You could go people posting and like it, but you say, like, wait, what's she talking about? I said, dude, did you even read the caption of what it said? That, that it's yeah. pl- it's in plain view. It's in plain view. And I came on there and say my comment. I said, bro, y'all really upset. She's not saying she it's just about the shoe. I mean, it's a satanic shoe. I, you know, if that's what you prefer, that's what you prefer. But you know, it doesn't coexist with me or what I like. But I'm not dis—I'm not disliking you as a person because everybody has the right to who love what you love 
and do what you do. That is your right. I can give you that. Yes. But you can't make everybody agree what you are doing because, like, in one hand, you're going to make everybody happy. And in this other hand, you're going to make everybody upset. And then now you're trying to change it and fix it for yourself. Then that's then you can start seeing a shifting of the people that used to like everything. It started going to hate and people that used to hate will start going to like it. So it's a double edged sword. You can't make everybody happy. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I ended up, I, I screenshotted my post of course, because you know, once you put something on the internet, it's there forever. But I ended up removing that post only because of the, the miss. Well, first off, they were going into my mutual friends' DMs and telling them I was homophobic. And that broke my heart. I was on TikTok on a live and I just busted out crying. And the reason why is because when I was 14 years old, one of my sister's best friends was in the LGBTQ community. So I was introduced as a straight woman, a straight black woman. I was introduced to that at a very young age. I went to gay bars when I was 17 years old. Okay. So I embraced it. I love drag queens. I love drag queens. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love them and I adore them so much. Like they bring me so much joy and happiness, you know? So when I had kids, I raised my kids to, to respect that community. And then I raised my sister and my brother's kids to respect that community. We would have switch day and we always dressed up. I love costumes and stuff. We would have switch day when my brother's kids would come from out of town and we would dress them as girls and we would dress the, the girls as boys. And basically to let them know it's okay to dress up as children. As long as you're not making fun of nobody, you know, exactly. it's okay. And I showed them how to be masculine, but also be sensitive. You know, it's like, it's okay. You don't have to be the typical man. that's going to be like, you know, you can be like, I'm pretty. Let me do my, let me do my mustache. You know, I mean, but they didn't, they don't know any of that, but it did. It broke my heart. But at this point I just said, you know what? A 14 year old said to me, they said, granny, do not let the two percenters break you. <laughs> and I was like, what? Cause I care about 2%, 5%. I care about everybody, but I had to think about what, what they said. And when they said that, I said, wait a minute. I'm missing the whole picture here. Yes, I'm concerned and I, I want them to feel love, but I should not put so much energy into 2% of people that are judging me for the wrong reason and lying on me when I know that the other 90, 98% know my heart, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Been a hard week for me. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you ever came now. Well, I'm glad you're still here and you didn't let that get you down. I really, I really am happy about that. But, you know, it's, it's a difficult time we're living in and, you know, <clears throat> people have a right to their opinions, but that's don't go attacking people because they disagree with you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. We're, I'm not going to, and I have to tell them sometimes I'm not a robot and I'm a leader. Right. I'm a leader of myself. That's how I see it. I'm a leader of myself. I have always, since I was a kid, I've always done completely different than the crowd. You know, I've always done completely different. So if the crowd is saying go right, and I know it's wrong to go right because you're going to fall off that cliff, I'm going to go left. I'm not going to let the crowd say, hey, come over here or else we're not going to like you no more. Bye. (laughs) Don't like me. (laughs) I'm my own person. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Everybody got to be your own person. And we grateful for who you are. And speaking of that subject, so how 
So how has it been, you know, since you became, you know, TikTok viral? How, how, how has that been for you? It's been up and down. I mean, sometimes I get some viral videos where I get like 15 million views. And sometimes I'll get some that I get like 10,000 views, you know. <laughs> it's, it's been up and down. But the best thing that ever happened to me from becoming TikTok viral was be, becoming Instagram viral. So, um, you know, I love TikTok because that's where I began. Mm -hmm. I love TikTok because that's where I began. They say they love me. They tell me this all the time. They came to my life. I, you could say you love me as much as you want, but you got to show me better. You can tell me. <laughs> you know? hey, mm. Facts. They, these but are facts. Yeah. Let me tell you, but Instagram, oh, ho, ho, Instagram, they sent me a wrong. I have a little mug for hot chocolate. They don't care what I, I mean. I'm, they know I'm not gonna post inappropriate things. You know what I'm saying? Right. They know I'm not gonna do that. I may post an inappropriate song, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they know I'm gonna spread love and joy. Instagram doesn't hold me back from being the best person that I can be and and reach the millions of people that I want to reach with love and and care mm. and and compassion. You know, but the best thing that happened to me was them introducing me to Instagram where there's adults, there's youth, there's, there's elders, there's Christians, there's atheists, there's anime, there's cosplay. I mean, I, I mean, it's just, yeah. And today is actually the anniversary of my first viral. Uh, well, congratulations. Mm. Hold on, we need, yep. we need to do this for you, Granny. Okay. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations. That's that's a big accomplishment. Congratulations, ma'am. Thank you. It started <laughs> off from someone posted my viral video that went viral on Instagram on Facebook on this date. Mm -hmm. And her name was Bree Young or Bray Young, I don't know. But if it wasn't for her, nobody would have seen me. And I'm just, and she's an African-American lady. And I am so happy because today my life is 20 times different than it was mm. a year ago. Mm, 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 mm. And my question is going to be to you. What made you get, you know, to do the videos that you do? How, how did you get started with that? Well, my, my sister's granddaughter, she's my great niece, um, Kayani. And she was just messaging me about a video. Oh, I got to download this app called Likey. She texted me for about five, 10 minutes. I had to call my sister. I said, you need to talk to your granddaughter. She said, why? Because she bored. She keeps texting me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what she did with TikTok. I went over to her house for Christmas. And she was like, Aunt Coy, look, Aunt Coy, look. And she showed me. And after she showed me, I was like, oh, let's do one together. And I already had the app because I actually used it to videotape her singing because I thought it was so adorable and it's still on my page, Aww. but I never used it. And then when I did it that time, I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to start doing this. And when, um, when new year's Eve came, I posted on Facebook, one of the videos. And I said, from this day forward, I'm not going to have anything but happiness and joy. And I stuck by that through all of 2020. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. And what was your first, TikTok video that you did? What song was it, if you remember? It was Mariah Carey Fantasy. Okay. Yep. 
It was a when you walk by every night. Okay. I can keep it looking fine or something like that. <laughs> that's what we do. Play. I say, yeah, that's, that's, the, yeah, that's how it go. But yeah, now I want her, now I want her to finish the song. Now I got, I got happy. <laughs> ha! Yes, father. Ha ha. <laughs> oh, so, uh, I know it's been a couple, I know I've been seeing your page and everything. You have been saying, uh, what has been going on with you and TikTok? Cause it was saying that you hasn't, haven't received the love that you always been getting or something, what something happened. I, f- I don't know what, what it was, but I remember I seen that video saying that. Yeah. So basically it's not the love from the followers mm-hmm. because the followers, if they seen me, they would respond. Right. They would look at the video. They would, because why would 2.8 million people follow you if they don't want to see your content? Exactly. Right. So the app, um, I don't think the company actually knows that their app bot is to the point on some accounts that it doesn't share. You know, I think that because it's so separate, there's an IT part and then there's the company. And I think the company that, that put me in the commercial, you know, that, that likes me, they use my, they use my video on their page. They love me. Mm-hmm. I, I think they love me, but they have to, go into my account and actually see why every video is being reviewed by their bots. Cause they have like a set of bots. Okay. And see, that's one thing. That's why I call myself a blurred because when I do something, I get into it. I study it. I screenshot every day. I keep receipts. You know? <laughs> she keep them. But from right. looking at my content, I know exactly when it happened. My, the bots actually began when I first posted the black lives matter where the Native American and the black man are hugging each other. I did a video about that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I did a video that said Donald Trump, Donald Trump is a supremacist. You know, I don't know why I bleeped that out, but it's out of respect, but um, not for the white supremacist, but and I still said it. <laughs> but, <laughs> or the non-minority people, you know, I, I call them non-minority in, in this country. They're non-minority. But anyways, um, and then I did one about Igbo Jews so that people can understand that Jewish people aren't just in Israel. They're outside of Israel. Right. We got Ethiopian Israel. And that's the one that really flagged me. You know, I don't know if they thought I was being anti-Semitic or something, but I was just being knowledgeable to show young black people that you are more than just slavery because mm. growing up in America, all we know is slavery. Mm. We we began mm. when the ship hit the hit the when the Mayflower whatever happened at that time. That's where we know our history. Yeah! We, yeah. <laughs> I love that, but we have to search for our history. We got to figure out who we are. We have to do DNA to get an idea of what mm. part of Africa we may have came from. Speak on. And it. what I wanted to tell these kids are out there killing each other out there selling drugs, out there lost because they don't know who they are, that Mm. they're kings and queens, that they are somebody. And I had a platform to use it and it flipped on me. And I knew it was a possibility. I knew it was a possibility, but I I, I sacrificed my views to try and reach our children. We've Mm. got kids in Chicago that's scared to walk to school. You know, we got, we got, I know there's a lot of things going on in the world. We got Black Lives Matter because we are, we're fighting so many things right now. We are. You know, we're fighting so many things. 
And but I always still want to teach our young black men and our young black women that you are somebody. Exactly. You're not just the ancestor of a slave, baby. You are somebody. Right. You just you just not you you are not a nigga or a b word or a nigga b. I because I, I heard this a lot in my profession that yeah. And that that is amazing. And of course, but you know, by you being a black content creator, you know, they don't really want too much positivity to go on in our community. Once they start seeing that, it's like, oh, hold up, wait, y'all doing entirely too much. We need to see the ratchetness. We need to see the hoodness. We need to see the struggle. We need to see fights. I say, you know, all of us black folks are not really like that. I'm a whole black nerd and I don't do half of the stuff that I see now and you shouldn't label that to every African-American that you see. Yeah. I've been told to have more staff sometimes. I'm not going to say by who, <sighs> but I've been told, can you have a little bit more staff? No, I can't. That's not who I am. I can, I can shake my shoulder a little harder. I can look at you, <laughs> but my voice, I can't do it. I cannot do it. It's not, it's not that it's not in me. But the fact of the matter is, is that I am not, I'm not very sassy. I mean, when people call me sassy, when I I get upset at somebody, mm-hmm. but that's because of the fact that they're not used to seeing that part of it. But it's not something that, I mean, I'm not going to knock any other African-American person that does that, you know, because you got, sorry, I told my son I was having an interview. I don't know why he called me, but anyways. <laughs> And he'll probably try and call me back because he one of them kids where they be trying to blow you up till you answer the phone. No. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, no, I'm single. You know what I'm saying? They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm busy. I'm sorry. It's fine. Hey, it's fine. Hey, I That's when I get sassy. I understand. Hey, it's a life of a mother. I understand because I know my mom, she get tired of me because I do it till she pick up because I love my mama. I'm a mama's boy. I check on her. Don't, y'all don't judge Yes. Me. I had to call my mom today. I had to call my mom today. My sister texted me and said, I know you did not not call mom for Easter. <laughs> I said, when we have to start calling people and say happy Easter. Like, <laughs> I called my mom and people would think I'm rude, okay? But I'm going to be honest with you. My mom and me, I, 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 we have a banter. I mess with her. I said, mom, I just called you and say happy flipping Easter, okay? And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> she said, excuse me? Because she's a sanctified saint in the church. Uh,
So what has been like one of your best, one of your best TikToks or best memorable videos that you've done that you always love that put a smile on your face? It's the one where I did Harry Potter, the one I just posted, um, where um, Gryffindor, the innocent Gryffindor girl is in class and she's being a good person, but Slytherin comes in and is like, you know what? I want her powers. So I'm going to possess her body and I'm going to take over her. And so what I did was it was where, you know, the, the, the Gryffindor, Gryffindor. I, I can't say it, but <laughs> she's holding a book and then she goes into the transition and it changes into the snake-like look for Slytherin. That's my favorite all-time one. Great. I got to ask you a question. What house are you in? I would say I'm more of a Slytherin. Okay. I'm a, I'm a sli- I just did the test. I'm a Slytherin. I said, oh, wait a minute. She talking bad about the house. Can't talk bad about the snakes now. We're we going to have a problem. <laughs> this is going to be the quickest I am, I'm interview. a Scorpio. You're a Scorpio? I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. Wait, what is your That's birthday? That's why you Slytherin. <laughs> That's great. What, what is your birthday? November 2nd. Last November the 16th. Look at that. Oh, look at God. Won't he do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. Look, look, two old Scorpios here, boy. That's well. If you want your life to be right, y'all better get a Scorpio. I'm telling you. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, period. That's, that's why I'm single right now. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single too. There's some, but you know what? Scorpios and Scorpios, they can either they can either bump heads or they they get along perfectly. Oh yeah, they re- true, true. I see. Yeah, that. I've dated two. Are you? And I, I can't stand Leos. I mean, I love Leos as a person. I love you guys as a person, <laughs> but I can't date a Leo. They're too they're too cocky for Scorpio. <laughs> they really they are. are confident. I'm sorry. I try and pick my words right. It's it's fun it's funny though because I dated Leo. I said, and she said, mm. she says the exact same thing I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I can't I can't date a Leo. Sorry, but I know it's some nicer Leos out there, but I can't do it. I, I can't. My do best it. friend is a Leo though. My best friend is a Leo. Okay, but y'all get along though, right? Oh yeah. Since I was, we're completely opposite. Like we're totally opposite. But since we were twelve years old, we've been best friends. We're forty seven now. She just had her first baby last year. Oh, congrats! Congrats to her mm-hmm. on that. That's my bestie. I picked her over the cool crowd when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> I did. Literally. We was in like the eighties movies. Mm-hmm. You know the eighties movie. This is exactly what happened. So I hung around with the light skinned girls and one dark skinned girl with us, but she was really tall. And I think that we hung around her because she could beat us up. So anyways, um <laughs> So there was girls with straight hair, curly hair, green eyes, and so my best friend had just came from California. She was a heavy set young lady. Um, she was dark skinned and she had short curly hair because you know when they gave us our perms back in the day, we had to cut our hair. Right. So I said, Ooh, who's that new girl? I'ma go see who she is. And they was like, Oh, why? And I was like, Well, because I want to. I'm asking to the table. They said if you if you tell her to come sit at our table, you might as well not come back. I said, Peace, and me and her have been friends ever since. Oh wow, that that was rude on them in that part. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. you want to act bougie. Okay. And Period. So, but I said I'm always my own leader. I do what I want to do. Don't facts. nobody tell me what to do except for God. Facts. Uh, huh. <laughs> in a contract. Yes. Hey, Grant, don't get me started. It's Easter now. Huh. I miss church, but uh, I got that praise in me. Um, oh, let me start if I get happy. I am hot. <laughs> but um, speaking of that, because 
Speaking of the 80s movie, you brought something back in my mind. Have you ever seen the movie School Days? Oh my goodness, yes. That's what oh, I think. Oh. The jigaboos and the light skin. I was like, oh, that because that hair, I was like, that remind me so much of that. <laughs> yeah, I love School Days. You know what? I actually got a standing ovation in junior high because of that movie. Really? I was in swing choir, and you know, back I went to a school where there was only a handful of black people. So for every classroom, there was one black person in that classroom, if that. So I was in swing choir and all the teachers hated me. They said I was too loud. I was too flamboyant. Anytime the cheerleading girls would talk, they never got in trouble, but they always, they always heard me. Okay. So what had happened was, um, this, uh, the butt had just came out doing the butt. So, um, sorry. So these two, these two white girls, Randy, you're gonna make this a whole a whole karaoke, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I have these two white girls, one in eighth grade, one in seventh grade. So I was in eighth grade at the time. Um, they came up and they was like, and this was like an eighties movie. <laughs> they was like, "Coy, you gotta do doing the butt." Because I had um, twist and shout was my was my solo, and I was like, "Uh, no, Mrs. Palmer said that I would get, you know." So they asked me for. And I was like, no, because Mrs. Parler said that I'd get kicked off the swing fire if I did it. And they was like, you got to do it for us. You got to do it for the eighth graders, Corey. You got to do it for the seventh graders. You got to do it for the sixth graders. Do it for Mary Goodrill. And so I was like, I, it, it pumped me up. So I was like, okay, fine. So when it was my turn to go out there, I was like, twist and shout. I turned around and was like doing the butt. And my teacher turned bright red but the whole school jumped up cheering and clapping these and let me tell you our kids here they don't know nothing about this okay they they don't know nothing about the joy that came from doing the butt and so the whole school stood for a standing ovation mm. and after that the teachers liked me the teacher did i didn't get in trouble i started getting you know the teachers were nice to me and that's when i realized that at a young age that there's that they can choose who they like and who they help. You know, they didn't like me because I was the loud black kid. But when I became a talented black person, then I was just everything. But people can tell you to this day that are 47, 48 years old. They still tell that story to this day. <laughs> oh, wow. That is awesome. And for like she said, y'all, if y'all here doing the book right now, I swear, everybody will go crazy. That is, I heard doing a butt when I was like 14 years old. And it just then something, the beat, the lyrics, it just caught me. It just caught me. And the dance. Oh God. That was good. That yeah, was that was music. a good dance. That, were, that really was. And then there was another one, the other song by Tisha Campbell. Um, I Don't Want to Be Alone Tonight. Yes. Me and my cousins used to do that dance. We used to do the same dance and do the song and everything. I love every part of school days. Oh man, and that's when and and that's what I was introduced to Greek life to fraternities. I mean, you know, even though they had the wrong fraternity doing the step, but you know, it's okay. Yeah, Al it made me think of the song. Alpha Alpha's cool, but you know, I'm a I'm a proud man of Phi Beta Sigma, but it's cool though. You know, I love all the D nines. Could have been better if it was Sigmas, but. It, yeah, God, that was beautiful. Uh, HBCU. Um, speaking of, have you? Did you attend an HBCU? Hmm. Okay, so no, I haven't. I'm in Des Moines. 
<laughs> I left the morning. I attended a school and I was getting ready to get my college degree. And they made a change where they needed to have transcripts from my beauty school. I'm a beauty school dropout. Okay. And they, so I can't get those transcripts. So I never got my college degree, but I've been to college. I've been, I was a college cheerleader. I mean, I did the hey. whole thing. Okay. Yeah, with two kids. Mm, you did doing doing the damn thing. She doing it. She is doing it. And oh God, you finna make me say beauty skill dropout. Yeah, my no oh, for you. God, man, I, oh, that's awesome. I love Greece. So but, my God. sister saying that to me, but she's trying to be funny. Really? <laughs> my mom, my mom has me do her hair, so she cuts her hair, and so she wants whenever I go over, I cut her hair. And I'll be like, why can't my sister do it? And my sister be like, because you used to go to beauty school. And I was like, if I didn't graduate, and she'll be like, beauty school dropout. Wow. Just sets me up every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Grant, you know, you naming all these good um, musicals. So what are your top five musicals of all time? West Side Story is number one. Okay. Period. West Side Story. Oklahoma. I think that was a that was a was that was that was a musical, right? Oklahoma. I'm gonna say yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh seven seven wives and seven brides. That was good. That was good. And then um oh what was it was it put was it oh my goodness it's called um oh Annie. Annie automatic. Annie, uh huh. It's the hard not like yeah. Yes, uh, I love that song. I felt like that was about me. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's four, right? Uh huh. So number five would be oh my goodness. Oh 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 my goodness. I had it right there. Okay, it's the one where it's like let me entertain you. Let me show you how. Gypsy Rose, that's the name of it. Gypsy, have you you've never heard of Gypsy Rose? I, I've never heard of it. Oh, you got to watch that. I watched that when I was like three, four, five years old. My mom used to let me watch that. I know. It was terrible. It was about a stripper. <laughs> okay. I'm intrigued now. I used yeah! to say that song. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I think I'm going to watch mom, that. As saved as my mom was. Mom, I'm sorry because I know you got Instagram, but as saved as my mom was, she was the most open-minded person in the world. Uh-huh. She literally let me watch that, and I would be in the middle of her and her sisters, and all of nowhere, I'd be like, let me in. And she'd be like, you go, baby! You go, baby! <laughs> I think I might need some ones to watch this, but I'm going to watch it, though. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it now. <laughs> yes, you got to watch it. <laughs> Skill, what you doing? Don't worry about it. I'm watching the musical. <sighs> I'll call you back. <clears throat> But she was one of the first strippers oh, before the, first? the bur- she was a burlesque. Burlesque, stripper. okay, okay. So she never completely took her clothes off. She just she had a big feather, but she took off her her. Uh, it's like um that that video that Christina Aguilera and um lady they did layman lady yes. mamala. Yes, it's kind of like that. Okay. You know where they it's burlesque like that. Okay, but it's a movie. It's a musical. Okay, awesome. Well, that sounds great. I'm. I see, Miles would have to be, I'm going to have to go Rent, Grease, The Wiz, uh, Alexander Hamilton, and, um, oh, goodness, 
Ooh, what's a what's a good one? What's a good one? What's a good one? The Rocket Horror Picture Show. Oh my gosh! Yes, you know what? All the ones you mentioned, except for Hamilton, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I, you gotta! I haven't seen it. You gotta get. You gotta watch. You you are going to fall in love with Alexander Hamilton. You are going to love it from the beginning to the end. You it, it is beautiful. The music, you know, the acting. Yeah. <sighs> Granny, we got to get, watch it. Please watch it. For I me. I definitely will. You know what? I you could tell what what city and state I'm from and and error because back when I was younger, we didn't have like. When I turned 12 or 13 years old, that's when I finally figured out what BET was. Because I had to go to Denver to visit relatives. Ah, okay. And then we didn't get um, black uh, black radio stations until I was about 12, 13 years old. KUCB. That was our black radio station. Mm. So we didn't have have the exposure to the black culture like the rest of the big cities like New York and Atlanta and California. We were always like three years behind in styles before the internet. Don't worry, Alabama. Oh, yeah. still, Alabama's still like that. We we behind a lot of stuff. <laughs> it, it is what it is. But the internet helps us out. The internet helps us out. Oh man, that's I'm glad that I'm, well, that is awesome. I'm I'm learning so much new stuff today. Like G H O, the more you know, and knowing is half the battle. So my question is going to be: to, during that time, you know, being a kid and growing up, what who were the superheroes? around your time that y'all that y'all like that y'all had well mine was diana ross um because of the character she played like mahogany in my mind was the epiphany of what i was going to be when i grew up you know that's how i thought because i was grown as a kid because a lot of things happened to me as a child so it made me grow up i was at six years old i knew things that an 18 year old would know okay so when I watched movies, I related to them because I felt as though their pain was my pain when I was a child. Right. So I seen I seen Diana Ross and I was just like, wow, when she played Billy Billy Holiday, I felt that. I felt that, you know, when I was a hyper child. I was hyper. I was into everything. So my parents being from, you know, this is in the seventies when I was born, they gave me NyQuil, they gave me beer to calm me down, you know, and sat me in front of the TV because I wanted to, I wanted a lot of attention, you know? And so when I looked at the TVs, it was just like, or, or the movies and shows, like Diana was really something that I wanted to aspire to be when I got older. But when I was younger, I could relate to all her characters mm. as a child, which is weird. I, it's different. That is, that's <laughs> powerful. That is powerful. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, but you are yeah, doing, you're I kinda, doing it now. But you are doing it right now. Thank though. you. I kind of, I don't tell my story, but if people like listen to little pieces of my story, they kind of figure it out. But one day, one day I'll tell my story. But right now, I'm just being happy. <laughs> that's, and, that's all, and that's what we need. We need more. We need happiness. That's what we need. That is what we need. And so what do you think about this community now of blurs, black nerds, you know, people cosplaying, people being anime rappers, uh, producing their own comics? H- how do you feel about seeing all this black excellence inside this community? I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want people to be more, um, what is it? Not more. I want them to come out more as people that enjoy 
the creators that they see, the comics that they see. I, I've talked to older black women that, that feel like they're they're scared to actually cosplay because one, they're old and two, they're black. And I tell them all the time, baby, I'll do it. I'll do it. Do it do it with me. In a heart. Duet me. You know what I'm saying? Duet me. You know what I mean? I'll duet you. I have complete support for that. Because it it to me it's like a new beginning. It is. It's it's a new beginning that's already been there, but it's basically for them kids that have been teased or told they could not do it because they're black. It's letting them know, yes, you can. It makes me think of Obama. Yes, you can. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm excited. I love it. I wish one of them would do a character of me being the evil, the evil auntie or something. I'd be like, you know, I would love that. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Hey, you spoke it, and it's gonna be, it's gonna happen. Sure enough, I said, "Hey, Granny, look, you remember what you said on the interview? Look, look where we at now. Mm, that's you. Yes, I would love that. I mean, that's why I. Oh. You know, that's my alter ego. I have a lot of alter egos. You know, I got. I got granny where it's like, I love, <laughs> I got that granny. <laughs> then I got, I got evil granny, which is the one that's like, you know, mm-hmm. I got sweet granny, which is like, Oh, poor baby. You know what I mean? But it, it, we're, I'm, the way I see it is, and I know this sounds bad, but I'm black. So I can do alter egos because we have to do that every day in our life. The way that we act at home is completely different than how you act at your job. And completely different from how you act at a store or something, you know, because you got to be, you can't just pick up an item and be walking around the store thinking about whether you want it or not. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You literally got to make sure the camera sees you put it down, walk around with your hands up, show both hands. I used to work at a casino. I do the same. I show both hands. That's not, I ain't did nothing with it. I'm not a magician. <laughs> you know? But you know why I do that? Because when I was uh, six or five years old, I went to the laundromat with my mom. And I went with my, I went to the store with my sister and my cousin and this, this man, I'm not going to say what race he is. This man thought I stole a candy bar and he frisked me from, from head to toe. I was five or six years old. He went everywhere and it violated me. And because it violated me, it made me not ever want to be in that position again. So I don't, I, it, it, it just was like, but, you know, and I teach my kids also. I've had people where I can make $25 an hour and walk into a, a store and my son with me and they stare at my son because he's black, right. not knowing that his mom makes $25 an hour, which isn't a lot of money, but it's enough to buy a candy bar. You know? Exactly. And, you know, I've had to tell them, why are you staring at my son, baby? <laughs> like, I got money. We going to pay for And he ain't even like that. Zion, the one that's always in my videos. He ain't even like that. But that's like the prejudgment that people have about the black community. They always had that prejudgment about us. And then it's it's sickening though that, you know, being in a community like this for black nerves and, you know, find other people to look like me and you to enjoy these things, superheroes and anime. It's kind of sad to see that the outside world toxic has came into this community. Well, they've always been there. It, it has. It has. And it's this you know, as black people, we always going to put style. We always going to put grace. We always going to put drip in everything that we do because that's our nature. But, you know, you take the time out to come on somebody's page. Like, for example, they come on your page. It's like, well, you know, you, you cosplaying as Hermione from Harry Potter, but you know she's not black. Bro, did you, did, you did you wake up choosing stupid today? Like, what's your point of even saying that? We, clearly, you talking do about... Do they say that? 
Oh, yes. Oh, great. Wait, I didn't even know. Wait a minute, are you for real? Oh, I can't do Exactly. <laughs> and that is funny to me because, for one, if I click on their profile, you best believe they're not from Britain. <laughs> so how are you going to tell me about someone that was created by a person from England that was played by a person from England, or I don't know who created it. I think they were from England. But a person that was played by a person in England, you ain't even from England. You probably ain't never put your foot on the beaches of England. But you literally want to come in and try to save the world and try to teach me something, baby. Go sit down. <laughs> go. Well, like I tell him, man, bro, can you just go go in traffic, lay down? But it's busy. Yeah, I know. Just lay down in busy traffic so they can run over you because what you just said is stupid. <laughs> I'm not wishing death upon you, but, you know, whoever God you serve, Maybe it was your time to go. I'm just saying. They they do way too much. They and do. you know what most of the time that's why some of the time I don't look at comments. People be people may be upset because I may not respond to them or I may not like the comment. Mm-hmm. But it's because I already know what's coming. I'll get the first one. The first comments I got you. Boom, 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 boom. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. But after that, I'm not gonna go back because I'm gonna see people saying, "Oh, you're too fat. Oh, you need you don't need to do that because your breast too big. Oh, you you black and mm. you shouldn't be dressing up like that. You too old. Go get your hair done. I don't want to see all that. You ain't gonna take my joy." Exactly. <laughs> and here's my thing. So why do people get up and why do people think why have you know trigger fingers turn into Twitter fingers now? Like, what's the point? Are they are you trying to get so? Here's my thing. People are trying to get clout now, but they doing it for the wrong reason. They seeing all these other country crazy, how they act and how what they do. They say, if he could do that, I know I could do that. And I'm 10 times funnier than them. But you don't understand what that person is going through. You don't know what kind of stuff they are facing. Because every day, 24-7, you always got to produce. You always got to put something out there so you can stay relevant. Yeah, I don't like it when... So I like when people use, there's this, there's this content creator who uses something that happens. Like there was this, there's this um, very popular non-minority girl person. Cause I think she has, she doesn't go by those pronouns. Okay. Um, who, who said the N word when she was 15 years old, six years ago. And she said that the person that called her out on it from six years ago was messy, which he is, but <laughs> because he's black, they got on her because he said, she said he was messy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, other people was attack, attack, attack. How dare you do this? How dare you do this? Yes, you're 22 and you did it when you were 15 and they talked about your mom and parents having the boys, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, they said all that. And, but they, you know, how dare you do that? And how dare you, you know, but then you have another creator who comes out and has these two eagles. He has id and ego. And he talks to one another, one another. And when I seen him do it, 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 it made me feel like it was, I was the id and ego was the content creator that sent basically thousands of his people to my account. But anyways, cause I was like, he was 15, let it go. You know, I mean, yes, make her accountable. Yes. Make her go to classes. Yes. Make her revisit what right. she did. Right. But she was 15. 15 years old, she was a child, you know, child, children make mistakes, you know, exactly. But then the other person was just like, no, we're tired of doing the mistakes, but he did it so well where he had a soft person and a mean person that he, he evened it out. He was the yin, the yin and the yang, but the other creators that are angry. You're only giving off anger, right? You're only giving off anger. 
So your followers are going to give off anger. They lead by example. You know what I mean? I've, so I get what you're saying, and I'm sorry. And that's another controversial type of topic. But it is. It is. But... <laughs> I ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> hey, we we good. We good, because some of those interviews I've been having, it's like, damn, this might get me counsel. But, oh, well, I'll be back again. Let's, let's <laughs> no. do a redo. That's one thing, though. Let me tell you, I tried really hard because even when I'm on my friends' Instagrams, uh-huh. I try really hard to make sure that I do not bring up things. And if I do bring it up, then I don't control the narrative to control the conversation. So at, at the point when I start talking and I realize it, that's when I stop talking. When you hear me say, I'm sorry, and I laugh, like you think I'm saying, I'm sorry because I'm talking too much, but I'm sorry because I literally just brought up a subject that wasn't in your control. And this is your interview, so I, I think about all that while I'm talking. It's weird. I think about a lot of stuff. Hey, it's perfect because those because sometimes you know that really makes the best interviews. Sometimes it's like, oh, we're gonna talk about this. I'm with it. Let's go ahead. Let's see. Let's see how far we can go before we get cut. I was like, well, that did it. That that did it. <sighs> Darn. That's the crazy thing. Though I have to be careful. Not because I want people to like me or follow me, but because I know that most of my followers are children. And sometimes I want to cuss people out. Sometimes I want to have a bad day and snap on everybody. I do it for you. This hit this hit me up. I do it for you in a heartbeat. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it right now because it's God's day. But still, I I'll I do it for you. I'm a I'm, yes. a, ba- I'm a Baptist. So we go from one hundred Southern Baptist. <laughs> Southern Baptist too. Ah. <laughs> Oh. That's funny because my kids, my two oldest kids, were baptized in Southern Baptist. Mm, okay, I was I was baptized in Pentecostal, and my youngest one was baptized in Catholic Church. So we're Baptist, Pentecostal, and Catholic. So we praise every God, not every God, but we pray we praise God in three different ways, and don't care because we know there's you know God is called many names. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. And, and here's another thing. When people get, now we start, you know, talking about religion and Christian and God. That's when people start to like, look at you. It's like, you really believe in all of that? That's what you believe in? It's like, uh, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it don't make, doesn't make me a bad person, but I can understand how the world is now. You know, you got, you have these Christians that say, you know, they are so holy. They are so perfect. Everybody's not perfect. I yeah. Know, I know those Christians. Those are, those are, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He, heathens? Heathens? I think that's the word. Yeah, heathen. Yeah. Backsliders. They see with the fork tongue. Yeah. Yeah, backsliders. But, you know, like God God, God just teaches love. He teaches you not to hate. He teaches you not to judge. But, you know, who are we to judge each other? Because we we, yeah. we make mistakes every day. So, just get over it. People going to live their life and love who they want to love. You just got to, sometimes it's mind your business. This shit up and this man, your business. Exactly. Damn. They always say, what gets me is they say, we are told to say you're bad, but then you are told not to judge. So which one is it? Are you going to judge? Or are you, which, which one is right? You know, I'm not trying to say now. I'm not trying to have bless me, Lord, forgive me. You know, I have my own personal relationship with God and I figured, and I was just saying this the other day, I figured that if God didn't want me to love everybody, he wouldn't give me the platform to show people how to love everybody. Facts. He would mm. snap it up for me. What he did was he seen that somebody else was trying to shut down that love, and he turned around and opened up doors to another place. Mm. Here I am, Instagram. Love you. Mm. <laughs> there it is. And this, and he gave me this platform to show love and show how, you know, how you post. Period. And, this, and that's all it's about, because... 
our platform is to showcase and show the talents of African Americans. Like everybody's not a thug, everybody's not a hoochie mama, et cetera, et cetera. So you need to go ahead, you know, get that out your head, because my brother and sister, you are more than what the news and media perceives us as. Yeah. I'm and what what gets me though, I'm gonna be honest, what shocks me, the younger generation, some you know, the ones that really know me, they're they're not uh oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I think because my son walked in here. I don't know. Can you see? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. You was kind of chopping up in the beginning, but we got you back. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So what I was saying is that <laughs> is that the younger generation that know me, they understand me. But the other generation, like the other young people that don't know me, just because I'm a Christian, they think that I automatically hate their lifestyle. But I'm a different type of Christian. Then they get mad. The Christians get mad because I say I'm a different type of Christian. But I'm a different type of Christian because uh. apparently other Christians, exactly, you got both of them. And right. I be telling them, I'm not a conservative Christian. I'm not going to, I'm not condemning you nowhere. I love you regardless because when I go to the gates, when I go to the pearly gates of heaven, when I stop there and they say, what is your name? And I said, my name is Coy Bundy. And they're going to say, Coy, did you love our children? Did you love my children? And I'm gonna say yes. I mean, what you what is he gonna do? He gonna be mad at me because I loved everybody? If he, he is, then I messed up. I'm just gonna love anyways. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows until the day that the, the nobody knows to the day that something happened. What is right and what's wrong? Exactly. I mean, all I know is that what's steady and constant is love. That's all I know. I'm not gonna hate somebody enough for them to commit suicide or hate themselves. Or feel as though they're worse than a person, or be alone, or feel sad. Period. I'm not gonna be that person. Hey, Granny, give me one second. Hey, Candy, always real. Um, you spell you spell that word with a J. I thought it was a K at the end, but anyway, go ahead, Granny. Back to you. Back to you. I do that too. I had one last night, but you know, I love everybody. I mm -hmm. love everybody. You know, we got. I mean, I'm hoping that my love. And the fact that I'm a Christian just shows people that you don't have to hate. Right. And you, you are affecting a group of people. Like these people, not these people, because when, when white people say these people about black people, then we get mad. Right. So I'm, you know, I'm not going to say. But the LGBTQ community, they literally are all in pain because they have been told they were worth nothing and that people hate them by Christians, by Christians. But it's man that said that, not God. You know, I mean, he loves you. Why would he want, why would he want anybody to feel horrible about who they are? Especially if it might be biological. Right. You know, I strongly believe it's a biological thing. And my thing about that, I like them Christians that also, they read the Bible, but they misconstrue the word to fit the situation they're going through. Now I say, bro, you need to finish reading that whole scripture because don't say that one verse and then the next verse is going to tell you wrong what you just said. Fin fin finish, exactly. Finish the whole scripture and then we're going to have a debate about it. So go ahead. Exactly. So there's a couple of things. Um, so I found, so one thing, I, I, I took Old Testament in college and it blew my mind because being raised in, in church, you, you believe that everything they say is true true it's true but it's like a parable it's mm -hmm. like a story being a story, told. yeah so when it talks about being um in the lgbtq community they talk about lot 
and these two angels that came in in Sodom and Gomorrah. And then they talk about another time where this man, I can't think of who the man was, but another man had seen two people, two men traveling and let them come in the house. So when I looked at that, I said, now, how can we sit here when it's the same story, but different names exactly, and say that they literally did not just add this in here? I mean, and also, why why would God create people like that are like hermaphrodites where they have two different things inside of them, two different sexual organs inside of them? You know, so, so just looking at that, looking at it broader, I, I have I have faith. I have faith. I know what God has done for me and where he's taken me. Man-made things that are altered is what I question sometimes, which is probably bad, and I probably shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is this is awesome interview. Everybody, welcome to this awesome interview. We have Grandy Coy in the building. Everybody, yeah. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you join these conversations so far, um, let us know in the comments. And also, Grandy, what what I want to ask you right now. You know, you say you into anime, correct? That I'm into anime? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are your top five animes of all time? The animes that you love? Okay, so, all right. So before I start, um, I got introduced to anime because my kids love anime, and we would have family movie nights, so we would watch theirs. Okay. So my first pick is Full Metal Alchemy, which my, if they hear me in the background and I say it wrong, they'll say something. <laughs> or if they can't hear me, I'm fine. The Full Metal Alchemy, it, it got me when that when that um, professor turned his daughter and dog into one, flipped my mind out. I was crying with my kids, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Second one is Naruto. I could never say his name right. I don't know if it's right, but I love Naruto. We watched it all the way. I watched it all the way to the flame part where it's just, I know his, it, it's, it's a long story. But I'm not gonna get into because we ain't got that much time. We done already hit an hour over an hour. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm fine. But the third one is Titans, uh, Attack on Titans. I love that movie. I love it. It was weird. It was weird. I loved it. I I I, I, I liked it. it I, and the, I admit it, my son was just talking about it. It was the good it, but it's the good kind of weird though. It's kinda like I love it. Yeah. Because you finna die, but I love it. Sorry, but yeah. Got to go. Yeah, I still have to see the ending. I haven't seen the ending. My son kind of mm. spoiled it for me because he's in the end, the scene, the ending, and so I need to watch it with them. Um, let me see. The fourth one would be um, Hero Academia, only because the hero is weird, and he always seemed drunk to me, and Soul Eater because I just like different characters. Like Soul Eater was so cool to me. So, I mean, there's more, but the most, those are my top five at the moment. I mean, Luffy, yes, that's in there. A lot of the stuff that I do on my page is from my son because I want to tell the story through him as well. So I let him kind of choose mm-hmm. which um, videos we do for anime. Okay, okay. How do you, how sometimes I be seeing your son in a video, he be looking like, I really don't want to be in the video. <laughs> so, so how do you That's begin- his personality. Okay. Officer, how do you begin him doing um, doing the TikTok videos with you? <laughs> well, the one that's on BET and everywhere, the one that's always, all of the ones that you see him in, he actually was asleep when I came out and was like, listen, I need you to hold my coat. <laughs> 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 so I woke him up early, early in there, because he wakes up at 1230 every day. You know, he's 23 years old. He can do whatever he wants as long as he stay out of trouble. Right. He can just stay with me the rest of his life. But 
you know, I was like, wake, wake up. You got to hold my coat. We got to go outside. And, and he just wasn't happy. He had just woke up. <laughs> so people always, must, they usually make tweets about him. He, he became a meme at one point. <laughs> but, you know, but as far as, as far as him being um, at my house until he's grown, so his younger brother, his dad is from Sudan. Okay. So in their culture, the kids don't leave until they're married. Mm. So my sons don't leave my house until they want to leave or until they get married. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel it. Yeah. So we took on that culture. We was around that culture for many, many years. And that is why I have a different type of mindset than most people as well. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, man, I got knowledge from the motherland. Facts. <laughs> Facts. My mama was like, uh-uh, bye, nigga. I was like, what? Whoa, wait. I... <laughs> nah, she didn't say that. Who she going to beat my ass for that one? But no, because <laughs> I, I, I know me becoming a police officer, I had to leave home because she know what I was trying to do. So I had went to another another town in Alabama to become an officer. Then once I got so many years in becoming, I did three years in this police department. Then I came back home to follow my mom's footsteps because she worked for Birmingham. For 26 years so i was like okay so i did this let me go back to Birmingham. thank y'all so now i'm here i'm still staying by myself and it sucks to be in the dark i don't know why i rush to be so grown up so how old are you i am 32 years old oh i remember when i was 32 i was pregnant with my first my last kid i i was finna i don't know how, i gotta close my purse on that I'm like oh okay oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, welcome, 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 welcome. But yeah, it, it's it's been a journey. And my next question I want to ask you, you know, by you being, you know, very, you know, viral, being on TikTok and Instagram, and somebody who wants to be, you know, who wants to be on that level as you, what tips and advice would you give them? And what would you say to them to get to where you're at? Well, so I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be like people that are on, I'm not going to say they're lying to people. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you, they sell them a hoop dream. Okay. Uh, when they, when you, when they, when you tell somebody, this is how you become famous. This is what you do. This, is, you gotta do this. You gotta post this. They're not famous. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> how are you gonna tell somebody how to be famous? And that's like you tell somebody how to cook, and you don't know how to, how to boil eggs. You know what I'm saying? So what I will say is. Not the eggs. If, if, if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. But, but the way that I, I didn't plan to become viral. So I just enjoyed life and I had fun and I was determined that no matter what happened, no matter what people said, and I slip off because I'm human, that I was going to have fun. And it, it, it's contagious. People love happiness. They need happiness right now in this world, you know, and that's why people gravitated to me. That's why I became famous um, or viral. As far as how I got viral on two different platforms by two separate groups, two separate apps where TikTok wasn't telling people to go to Instagram. Right. You know what I mean? I wasn't getting enough views on there to tell people to go to Instagram. Was cross cross posting. But when I posted, I made sure that my video didn't have any any watermarks on it. And I used the music from the app. You know, if you click on the music, on a music sound and it says this song is from this and you can click that link to go to the original one you best believe you better go to the original one because that one might get deleted if that if that artist hears it but just um be creative don't stick don't stick to one niche not to one niche because 
if you do, you're not going to grow. You're just going to grow with that one group. I, I, I have many different things that I do on the platform. But yeah, and the last thing is basically what I would tell somebody. For every one person that hates you, there's a thousand more that love you. So when you see that one person that hates, don't be like Franny and respond. Yeah! <laughs> yes, Slap, skip. Granny knows Uncle Montel. Hey, I know, yeah, I was on an I'm interview. I'm about Navy. You were, oh yeah, you was there. Yeah. So hold on, we finna I get. We finna get into. We finna get some. We finna get into the tea. So how how do you know Navy Montel? Hmm. <clears throat> we finna we finna get to the bottom of this. Wait. So he asked me to do a, a interview with him, and he mentioned Blurred, and I was just all over it at that point. <sighs> So after that, then I met a new friend. Like he's gonna once I get my Twitch one, he's gonna do a um, Among Us lobby with me. He's gonna be a part of my lobby. I subscribe to his Twitch. Oh. I mean, I think he's awesome. He's amazing. He really is. He he really. Is. I, I love Navy Montel. I, when I made this, he's like, I show because he he made a video with him and his um his niece Sly Cooper seven seven eleven. I was like, dude, both of these people are funny, but who is this guy? I said, I got to get him on for an interview and just hear his story. And ever since then, we've been tight ever since. So he he's like... I adore the, him. Yes, he's one of the people I actually admire in this community. So that's seeing his story from him growing up to where it is now, it's very touching. Yes, I'm going to follow you on here. Sly Cooper 7-Eleven. Can you send me her Instagram when we get off of our interview? Well, Sly Cooper, you heard what you said. Go ahead and send it. Yeah, you gonna work. You gonna work for this. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing. You know what? <laughs> I get so many message requests. I don't even know. Like, I don't even. I don't even know how to take that off. Like, I wanted it where people could just inbox me, but I don't even know how to take that off of there. So how many? Oh God, I know it's a lot. So how many messages you get a day? I probably get on Instagram. I probably get maybe. Well, not a lot. Maybe maybe. Uh, maybe 50 I don't know between between 30 and 50 a day I think and I don't know if it's more because I, I it takes me a couple of days sometimes to look at it she said I messaged her already I think I'm in her request yes yeah, she, yeah see, that's the thing slash she got like a thousand and one so yeah you're gonna have to there's a lot of them in there yeah so like y'all know, you gonna have to do. Maybe send her that you know that video you was taking the pole dancing class. Yeah, I saw. Oh that well, so can so Saucy Avery. Hi, honey, I love you. So you guys, I'm so sorry that I haven't been responding because I'm in an interview on Blurred Over the Page, and it'd be kind of rude of me to not talk to him. <laughs> but I love you guys. <laughs> Did you? Oh boy. People are They're literally be like ten year olds. There be ten year olds on my live, uh -huh. so I I have to. And even if they're grown, I think they understand when I'm talking to them. They know I don't know if they're grown or if they're the ten year old that just posted yesterday. You know what I mean? Right. I can understand them kid, and they, and they want to be. Talk yeah, I understand it. So believe. I mean, yeah, like she's not being rude, y'all. She just in the interviews. Oh, you know, she's seeing the you know she's seeing the comments and everything. But you know, when she's in her interview phase and she's talking, she's kind of like. Oh, wait, let me pause that thought. Hey, how you doing then? Wait, what was I talking about? So you can't, you know, you yeah. really don't want to throw people off, but believe me, she's seeing y'all. She love y'all. It's no disrespect at all. I promise you this lady is the sweetest lady that God has made. 
So, please. Thank you. Still show her love. You know, su- support her. Show her love. You know, let her know that, you know, she still got it because she danced better than some of these young girls. I was like, but hey, Granny is getting it. Thank you. I think I'm having a slight family emergency because I keep getting a call by somebody okay. that never calls me and they only call mm. back to back when there's a problem. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have to call them. But did you want to do a part two or did you? I mean. Oh, because I was getting rid of the any anyway because in my interviews, we was going to play. I was going to yeah. play a game with you and you choose a game to play. And then that, that was going to be it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but I do I do need to contact these people though. Go, yeah, go no, so, if, if it's a family emergency, go ahead and contact your family. And when would you, you like to get back on or would you like to wait till next time? Um, I'd love to do a part two with you. Okay. At, at any time. It could be um it could be another time so we you can have like two different times. Okay, okay. Um, let's do it. How about April 19th? Do you have time on April 19th? I know you're busy all the time. April. There's something big happening on that date. So I kind of want to do that with you. April 19th. April 19th. What am I doing? That day sounds like I'm doing something. I'm going to check my schedule, but I should be. I should be so either the 19th or the 20th. The 19th. Either one of those days would be perfect because I'm having something big happen on the 19th. So I think that'd be great. Unless they change the date again. Okay. We could go with the 20th. If we could do that. Okay. Okay. So at this time, Grant, if you want to tell people where they can find you at, go ahead and we can go ahead and end this interview. Okay. Well, you can find me at Granny Koi Bundy on Twitch. Well, Granny Koi Bundy on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And on Twitch, it's Granny Koi and Zion Streams. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on, Grant. I really do appreciate this. And we will get the part two in on April the 20th, right? Yes, that would be perfect. So April the 20th, Granny Coy will be back on Blurred Over to play the game. So y'all get ready to check that out. So <laughs> at this time, do you want a little- baby boys, baby girls, it's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over saying thank you for tuning in to this awesome interview. Um, please follow her, support this lovely lady, and WTW, what's the word? The word is U-N-I-T-Y. What well, does that spell? Unity? This is how we can get through life together. Take care, be blessed, and I'll see you next time on Blurred Over. Take care.